0: Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. If you love the Dead Prank podcast, you can help support its future using the ACAST supporter feature. Now it's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. So if you can and you want to, please do hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live.
0: Hi, you're listening to the DPC podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things dead parent, the good, the bad and the banter, hosted by Sam and Kat. However, unfortunately, Sam isn't here today. Um, We live quite far away from each other, so she couldn't make it. So it's just me today. Um, This week's podcast is the second of a series featuring some special guests. Among them are members of the DPC, some of our friends and family members as well. Joining us today, we have a very dear friend of mine, Chris Barnard. Chris, say hi. Hello. Firstly, I want you to give a brief introduction to yourself.
1: I'm Chris Barnard. I uh, went to Lancaster University, where I met Kat. At the moment, I work as a, a project manager for the Midland Metro Alliance, so I'm building all the trams in Birmingham, which is... <laughs> I get to be a big kid and build a train set, which is uh, very boring to everyone else. Oh no, don't say that. (laughs) And I'm originally from Bolton. I like to do outdoorsy things and uh, share two very nice Labrador's with my mother. Oh,
0: so cute. I love them. So obviously this is the DPC podcast, so you clearly have some connection, luckily and unfortunately, to the DPC. So how are you affiliated to the club?
1: Uh I lost my dad in March 20 2017 16 2006 two, 2016 yeah Was it 2016? No, it was 2017. 2007,
0: it's 2017. 2017.
1: 2017. It's been a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last, Why does it feel last, like yeah. a lot longer than that? I don't know. If, uh, I don't know.
0: Oh my god.
1: It always feels miles away anyway.
0: Yeah, that was it. It was just last March. Yeah. Gosh, crazy. I mean,
1: that's not that far away. Really. Well, yeah. it's not been that long, but
0: a lot's changed. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um. What happened? Uh.
1: So I. It was a, a a very strange one. Um. I. In fact, I rang. I was ringing my dad on uh, a Saturday morning because we we used to do this thing where uh, if either of us had gone out and the other person had told so, like if he knew I was going out on a Friday night, he'd ring me first thing on a Saturday morning. Not because he wanted to check I was okay. He make
0: fun of you. He just
1: wanted to ring me to, to wake me up and laugh at the fact <laughs> so that I was probably really hungover. So I knew he'd been out at a big party. he has been at a hospice ball the night before. And um, I was ringing to let him know that I'd got to the assessment centre for the job that I'm doing now. and um, Because I knew he'd be really, really excited and he'd yeah. want to find out. So I rang him on his mobile a couple of times which he, and he didn't answer, which I thought was quite strange. So anyway, I left him to it. But then... Um, uh, about an hour or so later, I, I rang the house phone, and um, some the one of the people that was staying at the house, who he knew, who I didn't really know, answered the phone, said hello, and I was like hello, and she was like really, well, how was the best way to? She was panicked, yeah, right? and she was like hello, kind of stressed, and something. I I remember I was I was. I was, I'd had a little operation on the Wednesday before, um, which is quite an entertaining story. Um, um, and uh, I was feeling pretty sorry for myself and sat on the sofa. And uh, I, I remember p- pulling the phone away and looking at the phone thinking, I know I've rang Dad's landline number. Why is this woman answering and not saying anything? Yeah. And, I, and I was like, she was like, who is it? And I was like, it's Chris, uh, Eddie's son. And she went, you best come home He does does. And that was how I, I found out. So.
0: Insane.
1: Yeah, it was a bit. Uh, it was unfortunate. And it's something. That was one of the things that took me a while to. I don't think. But it, 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 my anger latched onto that for quite a while. The but way that you found out. The, you're never going to. It's never going to be. Oh, I found it's out. It's never going to really be nice. nice yeah. You know? <laughs> I
0: really enjoyed the way that I found out that he died. <laughs>
1: Which was bizarre. Yeah. Um, you know, because you, when you think of it and you get the perspective later on, it was. It was a bit like, come on, just let that go, stop, stop yeah. kind of making that the thing that you Yeah, you end up you focusing on
0: that really bad stuff, don't you? Yeah. So it was, was it, was it a heart attack? Yes. Like heart so failure?
1: at the time, uh, they'd said he'd banged his head, Yeah. which was, again, bizarre. So he uh, basically he'd had heart failure. So he'd done quite well going out the night before. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he drank like a bottle of Bacardi the night before, oh uh, like goodness. a six hundred person ball. <laughs> so he went out in uh, in style. Um, but yeah, he'd, he'd uh, apparently when you you have heart failure and respiratory failure and you have a heart attack, you feel like you want to go to the toilet. Yeah. So they, they found him in the bathroom. So he was a bit like Elvis and, and yeah,
0: the <laughs> without the burger. Yeah, Yeah, um, it, yeah it's it's crazy because I I vividly remember I was in work. And I remember checking my phone and having a message from you, just literally just saying, my dad's dead. And I was just like, oh, my God. And was it, it
1: not a bit more human? Did I not go, you're never going to guess what's happened?
0: Yeah I, think, yeah, I think you did, but you're never going to guess what. And I was like, what? I think it would be funny, and you're like, really? my dad's dead. And it was shocking. And I think, because we hadn't known each other for that long, really. Like, I only met you in sort of Janu- January, end yeah. of January that year. And it was just so weird that, like, because obviously we got on really well anyway. Mm-hmm. And then that happened, and then suddenly we had this whole other connection.
1: But yes, and for me, before that is because I didn't obviously. I knew that you'd had a year out, yeah, um, and I didn't know what that was for at uni. And I still remember that conversation of saying to you, you "Know like I, I don't know, like why do you have a, a year out?" And yeah. you, you know, you told me about your mum, and um, I remember exactly what I said to you, and I was like, "I can't, I can't, can't empathise with that because." It's never happened to me, yeah. and I can't understand. I can't even begin to put myself in your shoes because yeah. I don't know what that feels like. So it was like. So I get this now. I was like <laughs> the I was
0: like the unlucky charm. Like, yeah. like, you get me, but forgetting me, you know how to lose a parent. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. but it was it was it. It, it was tricky, but it was. Um, you know, as soon as that happened. And as soon as the the emotion started and and you kind of start riding the roller coaster, it I, I got it, you know, it it everything clicked and and I could I get that I, before I I was invincible like yeah. I I didn't I didn't know any different. Nothing really
0: affected you. No, I was like blasé about life. Yeah,
1: yeah, didn't really care. And then yeah. that, and you think
0: everything changes. Yeah, hundred percent. I completely get that.
1: It was uh yeah quite quite funky yeah it was quite <laughs>
0: funky <laughs> yeah you definitely i think it was because you were the first person that i'd met that then experienced a parent mm. dying like for me like i like with um my co-host sam i was the person that she kind of yeah went through it with mm-hmm. and then with you i was like wow like i'm like this other person i was kind of going through this horrible thing i kind of felt like I really just kind of wanted to swaddle you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep you safe. And it was so hard. And I think it was even more difficult because Chris didn't say, but at the time he was actually doing his master's. Yeah. So if that isn't brutal enough.
1: I, I, was, think... on, I was on my full-time master's, which yeah. I did an exam four days after he died. Yeah. Because the programme was pretty tight. And I knew that if I deferred stuff, it would have deferred to um which Brings June. the whole
0: process on
1: and on yeah and uh and it just would have meant that i would have had more probably when i was suffering a little bit more and while it hadn't sunk in
0: yeah
1: and i was just kind of still on automatic did, didn't
0: you walk into that exam and go oh yeah like just to let you know uh yeah. my, my dad died like that last weekend <laughs> four,
1: four days ago yeah so uh if i'm crying it's nothing to do with that it's probably to do with the exam questions <laughs>
0: think, that's so funny
1: <laughs> Never like these these poor invigilators because we were in the uh, there was only, like, I think there was five people in this little dyslexic room, the special room. <laughs> and, uh, if that's not bad enough. <laughs> yeah. And the invigilators genuinely didn't know, like, what to say. Oh,
0: what, what on earth are you supposed to say to that? <laughs> and, I bet in their heads they're just like, what the hell is he doing uh, here? Yeah. Uh,
1: so that was, um, it was definitely a challenge, but I I still think made the right decision doing that exam. And, I mean you
0: passed it you passed it. I didn't actually you didn't I didn't pass the exam. That no, was the you one after
1: well I passed my... I got a distinction in the masters actually I mean there we go. But um I, I failed that exam by I got forty nine percent.
0: That's so insane.
1: But for what's so, a pass
0: in a masters is it fifty?
1: Okay it was fifty. But I could defer it. Like it was so bizarre.
0: So insane um
1: so I but I I think also I'm I am a perfectionist and yeah. It was not. It wasn't nice, but you know, like I, I failed the exam, and previously that would have eaten away at me. Yeah. And whereas it just was like, stick in the box, done. Yeah. Don't have to worry about that again.
0: I kind of noticed that afterwards. You're a bit like that with a lot of things.
1: Yeah, just uh, I, I definitely can. not Like
0: those kind of things, like that, weren't as big anymore.
1: Yeah. I, I, but a lot of people said I've changed. To be fair.
0: I think everybody does. Yeah, everybody changes so much. I've changed loads. I think since since it happened to me, I think you, you kind of get more of a perspective.
1: Definitely, I think you when you it's like a, a it's a big thing to happen, but it's also you've got to remember that obviously everybody's got two parents, so it does happen yeah. to you at some point. But you never yeah. you, you don't think about it. It's you it's,
0: think your parents are invincible.
1: Yeah, of course you do. And um, that was. You know, I, I think in that sense, it, when it happened, you, you start to appreciate. Well, uh, also because it was quite, so, it was obviously sudden. So sudden, yeah. You know, you didn't, you didn't have chance to say goodbye. Didn't have chance to, you know, talk about the things that you possibly could and, get the opportunity. And not to even about.
0: you didn't get a chance to even process it remotely in your head. No, like beforehand, like you had no inkling. <laughs> so
1: it was like it's literally like pulling the plug out, and boom, yeah, there we go. Yeah. So. Um, In that sense, it just it made me definitely appreciate the the you know don't don't worry about the smaller stuff. Yeah. And and. But
0: also appreciate the other smaller stuff as well. I think. Yeah,
1: of course, like the the kind of the the softer. The nice moment. Yeah, I was quite um, like I was very very black and white as well before it, and now I'm I'm a lot more grey. Oh. I get it. Or more colourful, not grey. Yeah. Yeah. Colourful. Colourful. <laughs> you don't want to say great, that's Colorful. so depressing. Colourful language.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we've kind of talked about the fact that it was so sudden. Yeah. Um did you have people around you that you could talk to about it?
1: Um yes and no. Um I had my so my mum lost her dad at quite a young age. I think she was fourteen. Um so she kind of got it. She knew what I was going through. Yeah. But also, mum was grieving quite a lot because she'd, you know, been my My dad was uh, liked getting married. Um, yeah, I think i have
0: to explain the background to this. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's,
1: he was on his fourth marriage um, when he died. Um,
0: Everybody loves the wedding. Yeah, he does. He, he obviously loved them more the most.
1: He <laughs> joked that he was sponsored by Marzipan, which was very uh, really entertaining. Um, but he... Uh, so, mum had be married to him for quite a number of years uh, yeah. as his third wife. And um, so she was obviously grieving as well. And... Um, so, But equally, I wanted to be quite... I, I was trying to focus on the Masters and I was trying to project that I was I was doing okay, I was doing all right. Um, at the
0: same time as wanting... Yeah,
1: corporate. at the same time as wanting to talk to somebody, but I was yeah. pushing quite a few people away. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I'd try and speak to my brother about it, but he... I don't think... He wasn't very good at talking about it um, until he'd had a drink. So we'd kind of sit up and have a few beers and then we'd be able to talk about it but yeah. um, hes I think he's got a lot better at, at, at that but he he was never really a massive I wouldn't say he's a talker or a doesn't a, talk
0: about his feelings yeah but it's very internal about it
1: definitely um, so but I used to do a thing where I'd in the first kind of few weeks when it was pretty bad I'd sit on my sofa in the evening and I kind of wrote down what I had some questions to ask myself.
0: Yeah, I remember you writing down how you were feeling, weren't you? Yeah,
1: like, what well, you know, what uh, I was trying to... Because um, there was a lot of negati- negativity there, um, and there was a lot of, obviously, emotion there, and it yeah. was coming out in different ways, and different anger and different frustrations about what was going on, and... You know, like everything, it was kind of. I'm trying to do the masters and, yeah, um, and the, life. <laughs> yeah, it was it was all, um, it was all pretty difficult. So, what I wanted to do was make sure that I was remembering the positives. So, one of the questions was, is like, tell me a like, a, or tell a positive story about dad, or like yeah. a good memory about dad, yeah. So, I'd sit there and think through the memories and think about what, what I want to to think about which then
0: gets the tears rolling anyway
1: <laughs> yeah or even just a nice a nice thought to kind of to to link into and then obviously yeah. you get sad and then I think the, the question after that was um what would you do you know what what advice would dad give you now yeah you know if he was here um and that was quite nice in a way because I started to think about what what it was that I wanted to do and or like what I needed to do to kind of get through it. Um, so I had all these different bits of stuff, and I, I was then able to kind of track, not necessarily do my I like you
0: were very proactive on this kind of journey, I feel like. Like a lot of people just kind of sit and kind of let the waves crash into them, whereas you were very proactive in the way that you kind of wanted to deal with it. You did, I, I feel like you did lean on alcohol
1: I did get quite, quite a bit thinking. afterwards.
0: That was a, quite a regular occurrence.
1: Yeah, I I go through stages with that though. Anyway, um, but I it, it was more kind of I'd be sat in my flat in the evening, you know, with a bottle of wine and, mm. and, and kind of thinking about this stuff. And and but it, it probably it wasn't it, it, that probably didn't help, and it definitely didn't help my mood. Yeah. Um, it helped that I was trying to induce as much of the the kind of waves mm-hmm. and the emotions. Um, because i was kind of struggling i was because i was so focused on trying to project that i was okay um i needed a way to make sure that that i was getting out because i didn't want it to come back and bite me in a a few years time
0: yeah which is a scary thing isn't it i think happens to a lot of people
1: yeah and i think it it did in a way you know like it's 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 only been
0: a year and a half it's you've still got time
1: (laughs) yeah of course of course and i think you know more recently i think with a with work and it being quite stressful, that's, that's had its challenges. Um, but I think I'm getting more and more resilient to it, which is good. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, I, I would have, I'd, it'd be the advice that I would give to somebody if, if I knew that they'd lost their parent and and say, it's possibly a good idea to just write down. I mean, they do say write down your thoughts, but you know, write down what it is that you want to ask yourself and, those questions i
0: love i love writing i think it's some of the best therapy like every single night before i go to bed Mm -hmm. i will write down in my diary it's not like it's not like a dear diary today i did this but it's more like a today i felt like this yeah today this made me feel like that or sometimes i can be like today i've had a good day and Mm -hmm. i was really happy about this and i do that every night yeah and i find just writing it down in the evening getting it on paper somehow lifts something i think yeah it is like really, really useful.
1: I think. Well, it's it's the same with like lists, isn't it? Because if you if you're trying yeah. to remember stuff all the time,
0: yeah,
1: it takes up a lot of your headspace. Makes so, you stressed. Yeah, you, you, if you can get it down, it means that you you can forget about that. Or if you put a reminder in your phone, or however it is that you manage your life, yeah, Um, you know you can do that. And for me, it was it was kind of like that. It was almost like a daily routine, and that's what I wanted it to be part of. Yeah. Because it was such a big, big moment that I thought. I really need to focus on trying to understand where I'm at and yeah. understand also where I'm trying to get to.
0: Understand all your thought processes that you were feeling and stuff.
1: Yeah, and I think that was one of the questions as well, is like what where how do you see yourself coming out of this?
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the things that affects people a lot. Like I had it, I was like, I'm never gonna be able to survive this. Mm-hmm. Ever. I was like, I don't know how I'm ever going to cope with my life without my mum. Mm-hmm. Like how am I ever going to get through it? You feel like there's like a, you can't see too far into the future. You feel like there's like a black yeah. wall, don't you, mm-hmm. that you can't get through.
1: And I think that's the. It, it was along those lines of, what do you need to be? What What do you need to be okay with this? Yeah. Or to be as.
0: Okay as possible. As accepting
1: <laughs> of the fact that this has happened. Yeah. Because you're not. You, you know, you do want to change it. You do want to. Um, you know, you. Some I had quite a lot of dreams. It yeah. was very very bizarre. But um, every time it got to where Dad was there, he wouldn't speak in the dream, and it was like he. But he was so upset that he couldn't speak. Yeah. Um, which was really really weird. But they I hate, say
0: I hate those dreams when oh.
1: It, they say it's a good way of processing it. Though. Yeah. Well, um, a, lot,
0: a lot of people don't dream at all mm. after somebody's passed away, or at least for a long period of time. Anyway.
1: And I think you know that's the.
0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com
1: slash people today. You do have that. I, I don't know. Everyone's different, don't they? And you can't yeah. induce the dreams. No, of course um, not. But you, it, was, it was, I'd wake up, I'd like have panic attacks in my sleep um, because of it and because of the dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'd wake up. I'd be like in a massively deep sweat, and you know, like almost oh, a, wow, the worst. Like a, almost, I imagine what probably PTSD was. Yeah, yeah, Um And that wasn't very nice. And then I went, <laughs> I, I went on a first aid course with work actually. And oh yeah. I, had, I was, I was like there. I, the whole, you know, like they say, if they ever do like an image on the TV of, of post-traumatic stress. Yeah. Or, and it's usually the soldier that sat there in a chair, and then the wars. Going Everything off around changes it. around yeah. him.
0: Yeah. Did you have one at the moment and it like was that?
1: Absolutely like that. Like I was there, like in the room. Oh,
0: that's terrifying.
1: Yeah. It was. Um, it was pretty. That was pretty nasty. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and I think that was just you know it 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 was that stress coming out. It was. Yeah. Um, and there was absolutely nothing I could do about that. And you know I was expecting it to come. Um, and you know it did. But you're so, here. Yeah, definitely. I'm still I'm still around. I'd okay. go on another first aid course. <laughs> <laughs> it's not put me off. Oh, so grim. Um, but yeah, 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 those those questions and that routine was the thing that I think really helped me. That's awesome. Um,
0: was there anything anybody did or said to you in particular that you found valuable at the time or resonated with you? It's okay if not. Sometimes that kind of period can be really like a bit of a blur.
1: Um not really. I think the only thing that really gave me strength was kind of the people like you that were there that I knew had been through it and were there still. Yeah. Um still on. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, Kat, you know, cats done yeah. this. And um, well, we've discussed this before, if, if, if this kind of two the two different ways that people can die, and it's the kind of the more sudden or the Yeah, yeah,
0: we've the, felt- the yeah, longer opportunity, yeah, I mean, or, it's like top parents top Trumps, like yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> his
1: words. Yeah, somebody said that actually, it is, but it's like it's, it's like top Trumps. Yeah, me <laughs> and Sam, like, oh. me and Sam
0: always laugh like, well, my mum died of cancer and I had to watch her die. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know that my dad was dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, but it is like that. Yeah. It, um, so one of the guys in the pub um, said that, and he'd lost his wife and. Um, you know he had two kids that were my age as well oh bruce um and you know they we could just go in the pub right and there was there was three families in our, uh the village where i live at the moment there was them there was um another family who they would lost their mum um to cancer and you know me and we were all stood in the pub <laughs> and like you, you know you just nod at each other Yeah, you like, like mutual respect you yeah. okay? Like yeah, I'm alright. Like, <laughs> you coping? Like yeah. Aww. Okay. So that was quite nice. Yeah. Um, but that that top trumps thing was definitely, It's so true, isn't it? It's yeah. such
0: a legitimate thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um do you think it changed the relationship that you had with your friends at all?
1: Yes and no. I think a lot of my so I've got kind of like a little core group of friends that I've I went to school with. Yeah. Um that we we try and see on a reasonably regular basis. And they all knew my dad and they were all, you know, quite friendly with him because he was a bit of a character. And yeah. Getting people... I mean,
0: he has to be a character to produce you. So. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> it.
1: Uh, and, you know, he, he got them drunk probably when he were, you know, helped us all get drunk when we were 13, 14. <laughs> oh, so, no. um, he, They, you know, they really enjoyed his company. And even, so my best friend Josh uh, would, he spent a lot of time with my dad because he was doing a bit of property developing at the time, and I okay. was a property developer. Yeah. So actually, Josh was spending more time with him than, than you. I was. Were. <laughs> um. So it did change that relationship because I think people thought, "Shit, how do we deal with this?" But yeah. Um. Actually, I just I'd get the odd message off one of them. You know, just it wasn't in the group chat. It yeah, was like
0: That's so nice, though. I how think. are you getting
1: on? Are you okay? And yeah. I think so mm-hmm.
0: valuable getting messages like that. I think it just shows that somebody's remembered and yeah. thought about it.
1: And like if they try and... Um, so Nick, one of my friends, he, he because I, I couldn't do it because I was busy, but he'd try and invite me to stuff with his mum and dad and just yeah. to spend a bit of time and away. That's and so nice. I think to have that was was nice. Yeah. Was so cute. I think
0: one of the things that I struggled with the most, I think, was everybody around you seems to forget that it's happened to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know what I mean? And you're kind of in your head thinking like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, and, it, and you think about it every single day, but somehow everybody around you is just moving on and getting it. Like, doesn't, they probably don't even think about it. So it's hard, I think, sometimes when you see everybody else kind of being fine about it, even though, you know, there's no reason that they would be thinking about it every day, the fact that you have gone through so much pain. But that's why it's so nice when you get that odd message. It's like, just so that you know I'm thinking of you and I hope you're okay. And you're like, oh, it's like thank you.
1: But it's the usual, isn't it, really? And they, and they, they, they say that... The funeral is the closure for the people that kind of knew them. Yeah. but The people that are really, really close to them—that's when it really begins. Yeah, hundred um,
0: percent. It's like a blur before the funeral. You're like, Ugh.
1: well, I think it's there. There's the practicality there, you know, before it. So you, yeah. know, you, you you're thinking about funeral arrangements. What you're going to do? You for actually the way?
0: did the uh, eulogy, didn't you? I we did. did a, well, you did a speech. We
1: did. We, um, my brother and I, both wrote um, a eulogy, and my. Uncle did as well. um It was yeah, it was really nice. So it was it it was good in that way because he was it was a huge public speaker. Yeah. So there were there were stories about he, your
0: uncle's was great. I really enjoyed that.
1: One. He's he thinks he's funnier than he is. Oh, so it, it was it was really it was really good. <laughs> um, and they were they were all fantastic. To be fair, um, but it, it was nice. It was it was a weird day because. Dad always stood up and spoke. He stood up and spoke at everything. Yeah, and it was the first time that he didn't speak.
0: He was like the biggest personality, like
1: yeah. And it was, but it was, it was telling, and it was noted that he didn't speak. Yeah, Do you know that was what the 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 wake was yeah. missing. Um, and that was that was nice in a way. I think it was a nice touch that we didn't we did at the church and said the speeches, but then at the actual wake itself, it wasn't
0: wasn't any speeches because she no. knew that if anybody was talking it would have been yeah
1: um and it was just you know i think my my uncle did a bit with toast but that was it yeah um which was yeah it was nice in in, yeah. in in that sense
0: well like i was at the funeral and i saw just how many people were there it's literally hundreds i think like, in this was... huge massive massive church i was like wow
1: it was that was nice i like, we weren't this, sure like, how this many guy people. was loved like yeah, I mean, he bought everyone drinks, so that's probably why. They, uh, <laughs> that turn, is the way
0: to most people's hearts, to be it, fair. That's it,
1: that's it. No, we, we knew there was going to be a lot of people there, um, but I don't think we expected. I, I think it was, you know, almost 500 people. Yeah,
0: there were a lot. Um,
1: and I I remember being nervous and sat in the, <laughs> in the you know, in the hearse. Yeah. Basically going, I, you know, I hope, hope there's a good turnout here. <laughs> And, I mean, we were blown away by the amount of people that were there. Yeah. Which was really, really nice. Um,
0: I think you were so brave going up there as well. But, like, because I said a poem at my mum's funeral, did you find that as you were speaking, you just kind of kind of blanked out all the people that were there? Or were you kind of very aware of all the people in front of you?
1: Um, I'd done as much prep as I could yeah. for that speech because I, I wanted it to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I knew if I was delivering it for the first time, 21, um, it was uh, it was going to be really emotional, and I didn't want it to be like that, and I didn't want the you know the my brother did his yeah and he wavered towards the end yeah which him. is fine I, and you know I would have done exactly it's the a hard same thing to do yeah and but I wanted to make sure that I want I, I wanted to do the speech that he would have wanted me to do. And what the way that he would have wanted me to deliver it. So I I prepped it. I went and I gave it to my grandma, which she has Alzheimer's. So Mm -hmm. she was there, which was good. So, but she won't have remembered it, which was better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I cried halfway through that and I was a blubbering wreck towards the end. Mm -hmm. So, if I hadn't done that, I think I would have. Yeah, done that you, you kind of you kind
0: of got it out yeah. then rather than in the church. And I
1: thought if I'd done it to Grandma, then it was all right. She's,
0: she would have forgotten yeah. about you being a bubbling man.
1: Exactly, and then I I read it to Dad in uh, in the chapel rest before. Oh, yeah, just to because I wanted I, for some reason I wanted him to hear it. But, yeah, um, and then uh, I did it. You know, I went into the church the. Day before the evening before, Gosh. and I delivered it in the church when it was empty. I did
0: loads of prep for it, so
1: I knew where I was doing it, what yeah. I was going to say, and what you know, like I, I was happy, I was confident yeah. that then it was just me. So actually, when I delivered it to begin with, I was like, just let's look down, take a bit of time, and then after a while, I, I, I looked up and I tried to make contact with the yeah. you know the key people and and look around and give them eye contact and Aww. and so that was. Uh, it, it was good in the end, I think, that that's the way I'd done it because I felt a bit more comfortable.
0: Yeah, you did such a good job of it. It's extremely proud.
1: It was uh, tricky. But even like, so I did a, that I think is always going to be the ultimate test. Of yeah. If you can speak or, you know, to do something, you stood up there still full of emotion, still figuring out what's going on. And being able to do it, I think is, it, it shows, I felt it gave, or it showed that, I had a bit of tenacity and I was willing to, you know. Step you have up. a
0: lot of tenacity, yeah. I think it's one of your biggest traits.
1: You know, well, probably one of the downsides as well. <laughs> <laughs> Never um, give them up. <laughs> but uh, that for me was, was was really, really important. And I felt like I had to go through the motions. Yeah. You know, um, I think
0: part of it was like kind of knowing that if your dad was there, we would have been proud of the, the way that you'd done it.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, of and course. you completely
0: bossed that. So that was really good.
1: Well, I, I hope so. I think, you know, everyone, the. We, not that you ever want to get feedback on something <laughs> like that, but um,
0: just stop everybody after you finish. Um, so, if any of you've got any feedback, please just pull me over yeah, at the end. Yeah. And I'd love to hear from you. Uh,
1: you can send me a message and let me know how it <laughs> went. Um, mum, some of Mum's friends, they'd heard because it was you know everyone was talking about it, and. Yeah. Um, they said that the the speeches were apparently exceptional, so uh, it was that was not, nice in a way. Yeah, it makes you feel um, good.
0: You don't want it to be a shit show, do you? Really? No, you
1: don't. You yeah. you really. really it's already enough of a shit show without yeah.
0: without you messing up the speeches. Exactly. As well. <laughs> so, do you think that it's changed the way that you go about life? I know we kind of mentioned this a little bit before mm-hmm. in passing, but like your attitude towards it and your positivity or the way that you deal with things
1: um yeah I think it has I think you know we discussed that a little bit earlier um in a sense that uh I don't think I am as uptight about things yeah Um, I think I'm a little bit more relaxed and a bit more chilled out which is
0: always a good way to be
1: yeah definitely um because I, 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 I like I don't know it just kind of opened me up and it exposed me to say life is very very fragile yeah um and you know, you need to make the most of it. Basically, you know, don't. If you're unhappy working, or you're unhappy working at the place you work, then you know, change your job.
0: Yeah, life is way too short. Yeah, a hundred percent. You don't. You, and you, especially you have a, you have experience of it. You never know when click your fingers.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know. Um. You know, if you if you if you like your family or you like the place that you live, then go and live in the place that you live. Yeah. You know, just get a job and. As Are you talking you to happen. yourself here? No, no, I... I, I, I was, yeah, I yeah. I, I, I know I'm not... Um, I've, one of the things that I've done is looked at where I want to live and I'll, I like the countryside, I don't like living in the city, so living and working in Birmingham isn't great and I'm moving to London, <laughs> living, you know, like working at Euston, so... And this is
0: another example of your tenacity, I think. Yeah, so, um, it might lead you to good things.
1: Maybe, maybe. But I think that I wouldn't have done that. I think I would have... I don't know what I'd done. I, I probably would have fallen out with everyone because I wasn't I didn't know myself yeah if that makes sense and yeah. I think one of the things the key things that changed was the um that kind of self-reflection process and the the kind of the list of things it, it made it opened me up to my emotions and the way I, I behave it made
0: and, you more aware
1: yeah it gave me a you know businessy term like emotional intelligence and yeah. in a sense um that I need to be quite cautious and manage and be aware of how I'm feeling and, and where I'm up to and and do the things that I need to do to be able to, to look after myself.
0: Yeah, so I think, remind me as well, because how old are you now? Uh,
1: I'm 27 now. 27. I think. Well, I didn't sound overly confident about I that. I know, how old are you? I think I am 27, yeah. Um,
0: so obviously your dad died when you were 26. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like a, kind of like a very. It's kind of like well, quite a critical time, I think.
1: Twenty-five because I'm May. But.
0: Yeah, so twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. which is oh yeah, it is a critical time, like right in between your twenties and your thirties, when oh, you are kind of am like.
1: I, am I meant to be adulting at that point? Well, then? no, not no, not adulting, <laughs> but I mean,
0: like, you're kind of making your way through like crazy early twenties to like, oh, what what am I gonna do? Yeah. With my life. Like, I oh. think
1: so, and I'd already gone through one of those stages, so um, I'd. I was I used to be in the army. Um yeah. I broke my back at training at Sandhurst and um that was all I ever wanted to do when I was 13. And I re- still remember when I got the letter home and to say that I'd got in. And dad had got up on the Saturday mornings to check post because it was <sighs> on the Friday. Yeah. And he'd slip the note underneath the door uh, because he didn't want to wake me up. Yeah. But he was so excited (laughs) just
0: waiting for you to wake Um,
1: up and I remember bouncing around the room you know really really happy yeah um that I got in but when I broke my back and kind of the decision that we made or that I made I said my back was in a bit of a bad way they were going to put me back into training and with the the doctors and the colonel down at Sanders we'd said you know don't this possibly might be a bad idea like go away think about yeah like get a, a bigger amount of rest and recovery than the three months that we're offering to you
0: yeah
1: and um, I told him that decision and uh, he jumped on a plane from Manchester down to Heathrow and we went out in Windsor together for the night Aww. and then um, you know got horrendously drunk yeah he pushed me back things you do him. best <laughs> well yeah it, yeah it was um and he, he dumped me in a taxi outside the gate at half two in the morning and I was on parade at half like Oh pretty rough um but he was like he, you know said in the car to me you know, you're gonna be all right we'll, yeah we'll figure out what's going on Oh well, yeah, so, definitely. um that was
0: it's kind of it's that's what i mean it's one of the hard times when like you're trying to figure out what you want to do and i think obviously your dad was a very influential figure in your life and mm-hmm. suddenly you had to make those decisions on your own
1: yeah definitely but i think that that in a sense was like i the reason why i was at university but later was it was the key driver for where i was at and where i'm at now and yeah um why i'm a little bit older and you know still on the grad scheme not because i have just like van wilder <laughs> um so that was i think having that and then the, the big event as well it's like you know you're going to be okay it's going to be all right so yeah
0: you've been through the shit storm yeah
1: i think you know I, i've not had it that bad there's people who've had it a lot worse
0: so, yeah yeah that is a a good way to look at it sometimes as well, yeah. Because like, you can be like, oh god, I, my life is so unlucky, it's shit. Mm-hmm. But then yet like, you hear of other things where it's, you know, you, yeah, it kind of puts you a bit into perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're gonna finalize this by asking you one last question. Okay. Um. What would you say to other people that have experienced something similar to you?
1: I think there'd be a number of things I'd say, and it it depends on the person.
0: That's the whole point of this podcast to Um, kind of show how everyone's different.
1: Everyone is individual. Everyone has a different set of circumstances with family and with friends and where they're at and what they're doing and um, what they need. And I just say, like, obviously, it's okay. You know, nobody ever tells you, well, they do tell you, like, oh, how are you? Are you okay? But sometimes you just need, like, a hug and somebody to say you're going to be alright. Yeah. It's just going to be a bit shit, but you're going to be alright. Yeah. You know, somebody who who matters to you and somebody who you look up to. Um if you know them doing that makes a whole lot of difference.
0: Yeah, I totally agree.
1: And you know, being understanding that it, it is shit. It does feel <laughs> shit and you can feel shit. You know, you you're allowed to be like this is this is the worst thing. Um, and it is at the time, yeah. but it will get better. And I think that's the, the key kind of message.
0: I think that's really good coming from you, considering it's not been very long. So it's nice that you can say that.
1: It feels years and years and years again. Yeah,
0: well, because of how much you know, I think so much stress is it just short amount of time. Your mm. body's like, oh, it's been like ten years. I'm exhausted. Yeah, I feel like I have. Mm. I'm like a 35 year old woman now inside. <laughs> I like to sit in and knit. <laughs>
1: well, there you go. Knitting's currently coming back into fashion. I
0: think it would be a nice thing to do. Quite therapeutic. Yeah. I think maybe you could pick it up as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was perfect.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much. Not a problem. Thank you so much for listening to this week's DPC podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have and have found some comfort in the stories that you've heard today.
1: If you've resonated with anything we've said, have any questions or want to get involved, please do contact us. We're on Instagram, it's at DPC podcast. You can email us on dpcpodcast at hotmail.com or we have a contact form on our website
0: www.dpcpodcast.co.uk we have a whole bunch of resources over on our website more information about dealing with grief losing a parent and professionals to contact if you should need it because as Kat so eloquently said in our first podcast we're not providing healthcare; we're just chatting (laughs) if you think this podcast could help someone then we would love for you to share it we upload new podcasts every week so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out Loads of love
1: from Sam and Kat. See See you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Nail it. Nail
0: it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus...